Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time as we are talking the Superb Owl today. Good Lord. uh, This is one of my favorite podcasts of the entire season when we do our Super Bowl pregame analysis and then all of our prop schools. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. And uh, joining me today is Bill Needles. How the heck are you, Bill? I am good. Amped up for the Super Bowl. Oh, man, the superb owl. So great. Uh, and uh, rounding out the trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? I'm, uh, I'm ready for this football game. I think this is going to be a really fun football game to like to bet on. Mm-hmm. I think I have a very good read on this game. We'll talk about that as we get going, but I think yeah. this is going to be a fun game to bet on. Yeah, so why don't we – I mean, normally we really get into it with the with the football, so let's or, or with the with the gambling analysis, but the Super Bowl is big. we got a lot of props to get through, so why don't we just go through the actual – um, narrative, and we'll talk about the 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 overall line and the and the and the total real quick before we we get into the props. So, Rams, Bengals, Bengals technically the home team. A um, lot of narratives surrounding the Super Bowl. We'll get into a few of them. Uh, this line has been pretty. This line, not a lot of movement. It's been kind of weird. It, it opened up Rams minus four instantly. And Sharps came in the second it was put up and hammered the minus four. So so much so that for a brief instant, for a, in, in an absolute flicker in time, the books put it. Some of the books put it up to Bengals minus or Bengals plus four and a half. And then the Sharps immediately came back in on the four and a half, and Vegas put it right back to the minus. They were like, "Whoops, nope," and then put it right back to the four where it has stayed. Up until about an hour before we started recording this podcast, and some of the books have moved it down to Rams minus three and a half. I'm seeing three and a half in a with, with like the Rams getting three and a half point hook in a lot of places. That are are you seeing that right now, Craig, or is it still minus four in a lot of books? Uh, yeah, it's mostly minus four everywhere you go. Um, I've also seen it get to four and a half, and then then back to four. I'm bringing up where the, uh, the the various books where they're at right now, but I know on uh, Bodog's got it at minus four. I know Pinnacle's got it at minus four. So uh, as far as I can tell, that's where it's going to be sitting in most places. So I don't see the three and a half anywhere at this point. So there, you, you may have been able to get that for a flicker in time as well. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. I can't believe. It. Yeah, the, the three and a half is weird because I can't believe because it it's been four for so long, and you already had the the take back on the four and a half, which as we discussed was a, or as we mentioned was basically microscopic, infinitesimal, if you will, that it was at four and a half, and the for them to move it to three and a half at, at like this late in the game on a Friday, two days before, it's just weird. It just seems weird. Cause it, like they figured they would have had a lot of their money and then you just move the juice at that point. Right. Like it, it just, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I was surprised too. Uh, but yeah, so um, MGM has it at four. Caesars has it at four. FanDuel has it at four. So yeah, I, I I've looked at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 books now mm-hmm. and everyone's got four. So I think four is the number. I think that three and a half must have been so brief. Mm-hmm. Oh, points bet has four and a half. Yeah. So God, if you have it out there, really, if you if you love the Bengals, open up a points bet account. But, so <laughs> yeah. So so we're going with Bengals minus four. Tail of the tape for the actual game here. The Rams come in at fifth in DVOA, eighth in offensive DVOA, fifth in defensive, fourth in special teams. The Cincinnati Bengals come in ranked 17th in DVOA. This is the lowest-rated DVOA team that has ever made a Super Bowl. 
They are 18th in offense, 19th in defense, but their special team's surprisingly good, and that's actually kind of been what's keeping them in this. Uh, it, in some of these big spots, is is this the super is uh, that they they're eighth in DVOA, and they, and they've got this kicker who seems to be uh, really good, and their punter is is you know you don't hear a lot of punter praise uh, in in football, but um, but uh, Huber's been been booming the ball for them, and that's been really helping them field position wise. This game, I mean, I'm. Let's start with you, Bill. What do you think? Let's just let's just get right into the overall arcing thoughts on this this game. The Bengals minus four, Bengals plus four in the Super Bowl. What do you think? I think the Bengals will be able to keep it close enough that I want those points. I, I don't see the Rams blowing out the Bengals here. I really don't. I don't see Stafford doing whatever he wants on offense. Uh, I can see this being a close game, and if it's if it's close towards the end, those four points are going to seem like a lot. Uh, so I'm taking the Bengals. I I think I'm with you, and I'm also at the point where, um, in the Super Bowl, if you, I mean, you should probably do this for most playoff, most games in general, but the the Super Bowl especially, if you're on the dog, just take the money line, like like just. I'm I'm on the Bengals money line, so they're so I'm not I'm not laying the four. I'm thinking if they're going to pull this off, they're going to straight up pull this off. So, but I'm I'm with you with the plus, with the with the Bengals plus four. So um, yeah, uh, we're on the plus four. Craig, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm going the other way, guys. Okay, I, I, I I'm going the other way. I just. I can't get over this. And I've said it the last two weeks about Cincinnati that, oh man, the right side of the offensive line, there's going to be a big play for the other team that happens because of them eventually. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying this and look, the chiefs, they had a couple of chances. Burrow gets away. Chris Jones, you know, makes a, you know, makes a couple he of had him. Oh, like, he had him in that game. He had him. He had yeah. him in that third and seven, didn't he? And he makes that tackle. The chiefs are probably in this game instead of the Bengals. Um, but that's not the way it went down. So the Bengals are here. I just don't see how Raheem Morris and the crew who are running the Rams defense. I don't see how they're going to be able to avoid this overarching truth. Your right guard and your right tackle are both bad. And Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the team are on the other team. Like, you know, I just I just don't see how the Bengals overcome that problem. And I think that the Rams win this game. I think the Bengals have some trouble on offense because a lot of the stuff they want to do on offense, Burrow has to get back in the pocket and move around and and, and make stuff happen. I don't think he's going to be able to do that. So I think that the Bengals offense has a very tough day, and I think the Rams win this game going away. That's what I think happens. Yeah, I, I can I can absolutely see that. I mean, maybe I'm just taking the Bengals because I've I've picked against the Bengals for three straight playoff games now, and and I've been clipped every time. I was on the Raiders, I was on the Titans, I was on the Chiefs last week for sure. And man, and and like the dirty little secret about the second half of that Kansas City game that does not fit the narrative that they are currently wanting to tell as far as the Bengals' success is Burrow was not actually that great in the second half. Like, if you look at his overall um, his overall numbers, be they advanced or whatever, but, you know, they, they made... He, he made that play. You mentioned the third and seven. It's, it's just... 
man, the they got a little bit of magic going. But did you guys happen to see the longest odds to win the Super Bowl next season? Did you see this tweet from Field Yates earlier in the day, guys? No. So you guys will love this. So here are the current five for next year. So 20, 2022-2023 Super Bowl when we're doing this podcast next year. Um, the longest odds, Houston Texans. Makes sense. They are 250 to 1, right. and they are currently picking third overall. Uh, second longest odds, my Detroit Lions, of course. Uh, they're picking second overall. They're 200 to 1. The Jacksonville Jaguars are 125 to 1. They're picking first overall, and the reason they have shorter odds, they already have uh, what we assume is a quarterback that can win a Super Bowl in place. Plus, they will be adding another first overall pick. Uh, the New York Jets, they're 125 to 1 as well. Uh, they're picking fourth overall. So those are obviously the top four teams that will be picking in the draft have the longest odds. The f- team with the fifth longest odds of winning the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 125 to 1 and will currently be playing in this Super Bowl. Gentlemen. That's. Why? Why? How is that even remotely possible? But that's <laughs> that's what it is. Longest win to, longest win to win the Super Bowl this preseason. It, it just. I think this is if the Bengals win this Super Bowl, this is the flukiest run. I think it's I think it supersedes runs like the 2001 Patriots, the 2007-2008 New York Giants. I think come to mind uh, the Delone Panthers. Pardon. The 13, 2013 Ravens. Yeah, 2013 Ravens as well. They had, uh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, basically they had the one play that never should have happened, right, In, in uh, against your Broncos. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, we don't have to talk. We don't have to. We don't, well, you won two years later, so it's not then, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, the 2013 Ravens should certainly be on there, although I don't I don't find them to be as fraudulent as, because uh, that was a really good defense, right? Um, I, don't, I don't find them to be as fraudulent as. I don't as, know if the Bengals are fraudulent, though. I just like, it, like like they, they like are, like like so let's just rank the teams in the AFC mm-hmm. right now. Who would be fa- like who would be favored in a one game neutral site field over the Cincinnati Bengals? I think there are two teams: Chiefs Buffalo and Bills. And yeah. Yep. That's I think true. The Chiefs are fa- I think the Bengals would be favored against everybody else. Now we're, there's going to be some there's going to be some quarterback movement. Actually, I don't know. Would you take the chart? Would you take the Bengals, the Chargers over the Bengals in a neutral site? Nope. No, you wouldn't. No way. Interesting. Very interesting. No way. Okay. Like, here's the thing, and this, and, and we can talk about this when we discuss the game. And I know I think the Bengals are going to lose this game, but the Burrow, and I've said this on this podcast before, Burrow does, and I know it's a weird thing to say, he does have some Brady in him. And here's the the parts that that, that are Brady esque. A, he's very accurate, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Brady's the most accurate quarterback ever. And I'm not saying that Burrow's that, but Burrow's very accurate. But B, uh, I think that Burrow might be the best pocket awareness quarterback in the NFL right now, like in this exact moment that we're talking. Because if you don't count the guy who just retired, uh, no one understands his pocket better than Burrow. When like I know that he's made some silly plays that have gotten him into sacks, but he just navigates the pocket so well that – I just think that he that that's an elite aspect of his game that people don't talk about enough. So I, I think that to, to say that this is a, a fluke, yeah, it's possible. They they, they 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 were not the best team in the AFC. I think that's clear. 
But if you've got an elite quarterback and you've got some elite playmakers, stuff can happen for you and you can go on a run. So I think that this is different from the Flacco situation with Baltimore, whereas Flacco just goes on this absolute heater for three weeks that he never touched ever again the rest of his career and never touched before. Is this going to be the peak three weeks of Burrow's career? I don't think so. I think we're in for better stuff than this in the years to come. So I think that's the difference for me. I, I completely agree with you, but there's some woes to express there. Like I, I, I think that I, we're, we're in for many, many years of, of great Joe Burrow football, knock on wood. Um, but you compared him to Tom Brady in terms of the thing. And here's where, here's where the narrative thing, because the narrative thing right now is Burrow might be the, the, the next Tom Brady, a guy who gets a Super Bowl early and then just takes off from there. And here is why, if he does not win this well, game... No- Burrow is not winning seven Super Bowls. No, I don't. People don't mean like. I don't think people mean like that. I just think they mean like he could. He could just the the sky. The sky will be the limit, right? Like or or what was the old Michael Jordan quote? The floor is the ceiling, or whatever the whatever the the, whatever he messed up. But here's the thing, and this I think contributes to why the Bengals are 125 to one for next season. This franchise is so insanely cheap that they and and historically just have not gotten back. Like gotten the backs of their team or have been willing to spend the money or do whatever it takes. So Burrow better go out and get this one because there is absolutely no guarantee that he gets back to this Super Bowl. It is insanely difficult to get back to Super Bowls. How many Super Bowls would we have been predicting if we had this podcast back in 2009 after Aaron Rodgers uh, beat the uh, beat the Pittsburgh Steelers? How many how many uh, Super Bowls would we have predicted for him? Probably, Two, three. We would have been saying the over-under for Aaron Rodgers' career Super Bowls is three and a half. Or yeah, three and a half, two and a half. We are currently doing that with Patrick Mahomes. Who's having a little bit of trouble yep. getting back to the Super Bowl and 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 winning? It is impossible a lot of the times to win these Super Bowls. So Burrow better go out here and get this one because if he doesn't, I I think he he's got a better shot going forward. Just with how the Cincinnati Bengals have run themselves habitually, he's got a better chance that we could look back at this ten years from now and be like, this guy here's was Dan saved. Marino 2.0, right? Where he got there early. Here's what I'll see. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll say for Bengals, I understand what you're saying. I, mm-hmm. It's all on the table. Here's what I will say for Bengals ownership. And it, here's the thing: whether Bengals ownership is good or bad, he may wind up in the same position. But what I'll say for Bengals, Bengals ownership is the following: uh, this offseason, they gave Trey Hendrickson a lot of money, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons that they're in this game. They gave, they've already paid Mixon. Mixon's got his money. They gave DJ Reader money this offseason. They signed Von Bell this offseason, and, and what, like, what are they? I think they guaranteed him six million, uh, maybe seven million. Um, like, they went out and, and spent money on dudes this offseason. They did do that. So, I, I just is this going to be the same way that it was? It might be, but the last three hundred and sixty-five days, they've acted differently than they have prior to that. You know what I mean? So, perhaps if you're Mike Brown, you said to yourself, oh, okay, we've got one of the guys at quarterback. So let's go out and actually make this thing work because we think we have a chance to do really well. If you look at the cap hits, though, the guys in this team, 
Uh, they've got dudes in locked in for oh they they pay Tyler Boyd this offseason too. They've got dudes locked in for nice cap numbers for a while here. Yeah, they're uh, yeah, including Chase obviously, but like they, they they're set yeah. up. Like but they're set up to be 16. like they've got Sam Hubbard locked in at uh, his cap at seven point one million dollars. So let's say they're sixteenth in DVOA for the next ten years. How many of those do they even make the playoffs? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's quite, I don't think they're going to be 16th. In, that's fair. Like, I don't think they're going to be 16th in DVOA next year. Put it that way. Yeah. But I think I'm that they saying, are a team that... And be in the in the Super Bowl, it's got to be a little fluky, you know? Uh, whether or not they can be better than that going forward is the question. And I think oh, they I, can. I, I, yeah. You've got your elite quarterback to be on year three, and your wide receiver going to be on year two. Like that's that's a yeah. good start if you're looking for place yeah, to improve. Not get Plus, this is back. the other thing for them. Exactly, and the other thing for them is this. And w- like, will they actually use this properly? That remains to be seen. The Bengals this off season have fifty-seven million dollars in cap space. Oof. Hopefully they spend it. I mean, I I I want to see them. Like I just. I, I, I believe in this. T- like, I, I do. They could go out and load up this offseason. Load up. And that used to be a place where guys didn't want to go because, oh, whatever, this team isn't very good. But they're in the Super Bowl right now, and they've got Joe Burrow, and they've got Jamar Chase. So if you're thinking, oh, okay, this is, you know, this is a chance to go someplace and, and, and maybe win some games, that changes the score a little bit. Last offseason, they paid Hendrickson, they paid Bell, they, in which – these were decisions that have defined the defense this year. I just, I think that there's a chance that this, the next few years could be elite for the Bengals if they're smart about it. Will they be? I don't know. But last offseason, they spent because they knew they had Burrow and they wanted to put guys around him on the defense more so than the offense because they knew they had guys in the offense. That would, would help. There's going to be some offensive linemen on the free agent market this summer. And the Bengals are likely going to be calling those guys. And those guys are going to pick up their phones because, hey, yeah, being on Joe Burrow's team sounds good. I want to do that. So effectively, they, it's not quite $57 million. Over the cap has their effective space. That's if once you sign everybody at about $44 million. Nonetheless, you can get some stuff done with 44 Well, you more often hear Super Bowl teams that are in trouble at the end of the year more than exactly. Super Bowl teams that are. More than this. Well, yeah. that's when you have elite quarterback on the rookie scale. This is the, 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 the types of opportunities you get. And most teams don't, don't get to the Super Bowl in year two of that guy. So you look at the other teams that have gone far in the playoffs. The Chiefs have a million bucks in cap space. So they're going to have to make some decisions this offseason. The Buccaneers have $89,000 in cap space. Now, some Brady, some, not all, some Brady money is going to come off. But still, the Buccaneers, a team that got this far, have that. The Packers are $53 million in the hole. $53 million in the hole. Uh, the Bills are $8 million bucks in the hole. They have fewer guys to sign. But you, you, you see what I'm saying here is the teams that were towards the upper echelons of the NFL this year, they do not have the flexibility Cincinnati has. Here are the other teams that have the, that level of effective cap space. Um, the, the Bengals are third in behind the Dolphins and Jaguars. Chargers are next. Um, then you've got the Jets, Broncos. Like, the rest of those Char- teams didn't make the playoffs. Chargers, Char- yeah, the Chargers have some money. They could be all right. The Chargers, 
like, yeah, well, here's the thing that you may have noticed about all those teams that I just mentioned is none of them have quarterbacks making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the common thread between all those teams. So can those quarterbacks who are not making a lot of money be good? Uh, in the case of the Bengals, we know the answer is yes. We know the answer is yes for the Chargers too, obviously. Um, and that's going to be like, hey, play in Los Angeles with Justin Herbert. That's that's going to be a pretty good free agent pitch, I think, for people. Um, so we'll see what these teams do this offseason. But I just have a hard time believing that we know that this is going to be a one-stop shot for the Bengals. I think that if with some proper moves, and we'll see how the offseason goes, but with some proper moves, they could they could cement themselves as perhaps even an AFC favorite next year because the teams that they were right there with this year, specifically Kansas City and and Buffalo, they didn't play Buffalo, but bear with me for a second. Those teams are going to have to make some tough decisions this offseason about who can we keep and who do we have to let go. Cincinnati's not letting anybody go they don't want to, and they're going to be able to go get guys. That That is the interesting part for me. Now, you're right. Will the Bengals spend is a conversation, but they spent last offseason. We'll see if a trip to the Super Bowl encourages them to do so again. Yeah, I, I just I, – I, there is a sliding door – that I don't want to walk through, and I hope we all don't as a collective football society, that this Burrow thing, he ends up being like Dan Marino 2.0, where he gets there early in his career, doesn't win it, and never gets back again, right? And I don't want to live in that world. Neither do I. Neither do I. But let me tell you where that's possible. No matter who the GM is, no matter who the coach is, no matter who anybody else is on the roster. (laughs) The AFC is tough, man. He's currently in a conference with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, like there are a lot of other good players that play quarterback in that same conference as him. So there's that to think about too. Let's talk about some of the narratives on the other sides. Bill, if the Rams win this Super Bowl, is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Yeah, definitely. Wow. I, I think you can't turn. The only thing you have against him at this point, because it's not his arm, it's not his numbers, it's not his gameplay. The only thing you have against him is he's never been able to carry a team that far. Uh, and I don't even know how close he's ever got. Like, has he ever got to semis? I don't know. No, this is the, he never, he made it to the playoffs three times with the Lions. Both, uh, all three times, I'm pretty sure he was a touchdown or a more underdog and never came up with a W got hosed in the Cowboys game a little bit but. to switch teams and win immediately makes it just removes all doubt in your mind. I mean, nobody here is, is wondering still, was it Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? That was better. Like we, we kind of answered that question with a very simple test. Mm. Uh, and, and this one was Stafford's. So I, I think he's definitely a hall of famer. If he wins this game, I, I think I completely agree. Cause the numbers, the numbers are going to be there. Um, now, we might have to think about moving the goalposts a little bit on some of these numbers based on how pass-heavy the NFL is these days, but that's not really kind of what they do. And but, Stafford was 25 points down for most of his career. Yeah, but <laughs> guys who have had 5,000-yard passing seasons that are either are – either halt, like that – basically, there's only three, uh, two, three guys that will be in debate who have had a 5,000-yard passing season that are either in the Hall of Fame right now or will be soon – um, and that's Stafford, who who had a, a 5,000-yard passing season, dragging a really mediocre Lions team to the playoffs. Uh, Justin Herbert just had a 5,000-yard passing season, and obviously they, we're, we're still in the, the early stages of that career, which could 
and is showing all these signs of being a Hall of Fame career. And then the one that's a little bit uh, off, the, the, the one 5,000-yard season that's completely off is the Jameis Winston 5,000-yard season. But that was the season he was he went 30-30, and 30, right? So he had the 30-interception season. So he was chucking the football. So that one that one's a little out of left field. But, I mean, I, I think the numbers are going to be there for Stafford. And then uh, – does Stafford immediately, if he wins this Super Bowl game, Craig, does he immediately become the like median argument for whether or not a quarterback is a Hall of Famer? Huh. I don't know who who is the current median argument as to whether it's either it's either Eli Manning or Phil Rivers. I was thinking Eli Manning. Yeah. I think Eli is such a specific case mm-hmm. that it's hard. To- that about him because here here are some like Eli has two Super Bowl rings both of them that came against Tom Brady obviously no like very few people have beaten Tom Brady in playoff games in fact uh, 12 times that's ever happened and in five of the 12 instances the father of the starting quarterback for the opposing team has been named Archie yeah um, so there's that uh, so he, the unique case that way unique in the fact that oh yeah his brother and his father both played quarterback in the NFL like the the last name Manning is synonymous with the NFL story, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just think that Eli is just so unique from that case. He wins two Super Bowls for the Giants. Like it just, I think that Rivers is a better one from the perspective of, um, yeah. hey, can we look at a guy that didn't necessarily have the team success but did have the individual success and, and put him in? Um, and never Stafford never got to a Super Bowl, to, made an AFC championship yeah, game one yeah, time, right? Stafford like yeah. Trust over Rivers in the hierarchy if he wins this football game. I think doesn't he have to be? Yeah, but that that's why I'm wondering if he if he takes over the the median quarterback because I think right now I guy, yeah because yeah, I think right now Phil Rivers is is the median guy of like you know yeah. or so is the kind of the litmus test. To, yeah, yep. I think there's some question as to whether Rivers gets in. I think that's fair to say. Mm. If Stafford wins this football game on Sunday, there will be no question as to whether he gets in. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I think you're. I think you're right too, because like the numbers are going to be, and that's the weird thing too with like because the other Matt um, that if he held on to that twenty-eight to three lead, twenty-eight to three lead against the Patriots, Matt Ryan, Maybe right? He's like a better one. He might be too because Rivers never won an MVP. Yeah. Maybe he's the better like. Hey, is this guy like the most borderline Hall of Fame case of all time? Yeah, because I mean, Wolf, if Matt Ryan won the Super Bowl, if they just held on to that twenty-eight to three lead, yeah. he'd he'd be in all because like the MVP, the ring, the numbers would be there for him, the W's would be there because they made the playoffs a bunch. So like you know, he he won odd playoff games here and there. Like Matt Ryan would be in, but he they they blew that lead. So it's yeah, it's just it's just strange and and man, it's it's insane that these guys who have these monster careers that their margins are sometimes this razor thin. Uh, is Eli a lock? Is Eli a lock? I think so. He's got the name. He's got the two rings. Cause like how many guys have two rings and aren't in the super bowl? Is he like, and uh, how many quarterbacks have two rings and aren't in the super bowl? Is the answer zero? Yeah. The answer is other than Eli who is not eligible yet. Not eligible oh, yet. Brady, right. Obviously. Yeah. Brady, Brady and Eli are the only ones and they're not eligible. So, yeah, and that's yeah. So oh, I, I yeah, and those guys are all going to get in. So yeah, and I think so. I think if you win two Super Bowls as a quarterback, you're in because like you know you, you got your Trent Dilfer's, your Brad Johnsons, and whatnot who who won one, won yeah. one, and and were 
Uh, you know, Brad Johnson was decent. Yeah, I, I don't want to say he, because like you take Brad Johnson over Trent Dilfer any any day of the week, but he wasn't a holiday. But yeah, going, going from one to two kind of seals your deal. I have to say. So Roethlisberger's obviously getting into. It yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. He's got the numbers and and multiple rings. He's he's one hundred percent going to be a, in NFL or the only the only or the Hall of Famer. The only way he wouldn't is like if if the media votes him down because of those. Uh, off field discrepancies, this, this which I don't think they baseball. will be. It's, it's a completely different selection process. It's no true. one can like try to make themselves famous via this selection process. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Then, so yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no sport does it worse than baseball, and that's the result you're going to get. What the currently going on with the Major League Baseball? Hall of Fame. I don't want to talk about baseball uh, anyway, right now. I'm so pissed off. Track of this conversation. No, it's good. I want because uh, I wanted to talk about the narratives of this game because these are some of the narratives sure, that well, are around. Like what? About, you want to talk about Aaron Donald? Like. Yeah, Aaron I'd love to. Himself is one of the like, I think that if you did like a defensive players in NFL history draft, there's a chance that is he on the Mount Rushmore? Let's think, put it. Th- is he taking him second? I think you're taking Lawrence Taylor first, and I think you're taking Aaron Donald second. Because like off the top of my head, the names that immediately come to my mind are Lawrence Taylor, obviously, and then Reggie White. Yeah. Yeah come to my head and then like uh, you know there's a lot of guys on those I didn't I didn't watch a lot of them play with the highlight reel of them like murdering guys over the middle like you know like Jack Ham and guys like yeah. that in, in the old set kiss. butt kiss yeah, yeah the old the yeah, old back, 70s back 80s when lo- back when headshots were not only allowed but encouraged <laughs> exactly yeah like a lot of those old Steelers and and uh, Raiders <laughs> taking guys out over the middle like yeah I don't I don't I I don't have enough like you know, and like Deion Sanders as like the cover, you know, one of the all-time cover corners and stuff like that. It's it's tough, but like I, I, man, I'm ready to. Yeah, I think I'm ready to put Aaron Donald right there because like the the first two guys that came to my obviously Lawrence Taylor's number one with a bullet, right? Like, and then yeah, you get man, it might be Aaron Donald. That's a great narrative as well. Like, ugh. but does he become like a Mount Rushmore defensive player? Defensive player of all time. That's a great question. I like that one. Not a lot of people talking about that one, I don't I don't think. So that's a good one by you. Kirk. Already put some dollars on him being Super Bowl MVP as well yeah. as his teammate Von Miller. Which yeah, I had to go one. I had to do the Von Miller again as a just, as a throwback to that man uh, as one of my all-time great scores was was his Super Bowl MVP against the against the Panthers in that that one year, right? Like Oh, maybe a controversial opinion, but I think when it comes to a, like a quarterback cementing with a Super Bowl victory, I don't know that you get that as much with a defense. Like Aaron Donald could have one of his greatest games ever, and they could lose by fourteen. Yep, you know That's you true. don't usually get that with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just think that when you're talking about, oh yeah, is this guy elite? Is that guy you know the most elite? Some of the guys that Pierce mentioned have four Super Bowl rings. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, or Lawrence Taylor has three, you know what I mean? Like, uh, or, or two, excuse me. Um, but I just think that it's like, not that you can't argue that a guy that has zero is going to be there, but if the guy has one and Hey, maybe he wins Super Bowl MVP this weekend and makes me some money. Um, that just adds to the case. Right. I guess, but like he could have three sacks, but you know, yep. and, and, still lose. Yep. and yep. it's like, yeah, Absolutely. never had a chance. I, I couldn't agree more. Whereas, yeah. Whereas if Stafford plays a terrible game, they're not going to win. And, and it's kind of on him. You know what I mean? It's rare that a quarterback has an amazing day, but they don't win the game. It, it's just not often. Yeah. And to, and to your point, we've seen plenty of evidence where quarterbacks have media to blow to mediocre games in the Super Bowl win and are still named the MVP, right? Like it's, 
it, and it, it, it just goes back to the fact that the quarterback, like it's just simple that the quarterback touches the ball every play, every offensive play. He, he touches the ball, I, um, you know, unless you're doing the odd one trick play. But they're, the point is they're going to touch the ball a lot, whereas Aaron Donald doesn't get to touch the ball but yeah. could sort of a thing, you know. And, and, uh, and he does, he's doing good. Yeah, exactly. And if he does, he did something awesome, right? So um, let's talk about the total and then do some props. Um, it is currently sitting on Bengals uh, – or not Bengals, sorry. It's the total sitting at 49 right now. Um, there's uh, 48.5 at some point, 49.5. It opened up – I think it opened up at 50, and it's now down to 49. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the under. Uh, Billy, what do you think? I'm on the under big time. I, I... – I think these are two decent defense. I don't think either of these teams wants to come out there and make this into a gunslinging event. I, I think you're going to see, for the Bengals to even stand a chance, I think they got to be controlling the ball a little bit. Um, I'm all over the under on this one. I, I, I think I saw one of the side bets, like, under 42. I was willing to hit that at plus 250. Like, I, I'm on the under big time. Ooh, 42. That's such a key number. <laughs> Giving away a full touchdown like that. That's That'd be gutty. You're probably getting some good plus odds on that one with the under. Uh, Craig, what about you? Uh, total 49? Yeah, I'm also on the under. I, I don't think the Bengals score enough to, to make the total hit. Okay. Um, so you're going right. And, and like, this is a thing that we've come on for, like, four or five straight years now and and have said on the, on the Super Bowl props is, and this year is going to be no different. I'm on the unders in like the first half, the first quarter, the no points in the first six minutes types of bets. Like unless there's, unless there's a thing where like a coach makes a play where like, unless Von Miller is sacking, it's always a fluke, right? It's, it's Tom Brady's throwing the, 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 the ball for an intentional ground in the end zone. Uh, Von Miller sacks Cam Newton for a uh, for a fumble six. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts inexplicably kick the ball to Devin Hester <laughs> on the opening kickoff. Right, like it's it's like nobody like I can't remember the last time there was an honest to goodness somebody got the ball on the twenty after a touchback drove the length of the field and scored on the opening drive of a Super Bowl, right? Like, it, it, you got to go way back, I think. There's just there's too much going on. There's too many jitters. These teams never go. As long as you can avoid one of those fluky-type plays, you know, like, I love the first quarter under. I'm always on the first quarter under. I'm always on the second, the first quarter under, and then the third quarter and the in the, the second half to be, like, the highest-scoring half type of uh, – type of props and whatnot. Those are, those are the type of areas I, I like to live in. Um, the under 49 though, I think is, is, is just way too <laughs> juicy for me. I just, I, I love the under this. It's just, it takes these teams a while to get settled into the games. It, it's never just a track meet right out of the gate. Um, all right, let's talk about some of our favorite props. Bill, what is your number one favorite prop going into this Super Bowl? Let's see. I pulled a few that I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I like is is Bengals to have more than three point five people uh, attempt a rush. Okay. Uh, I feel like Chase gets a rush at mm-hmm. least two running backs, um, and, and Burrow's obviously going to go for at least a little bit. I, I feel like that's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. And they do pan out, pan out even. 
And they got and they got Chris Evans, that third stringer, Joe Mixon, and uh, Samaji Pirine, who I'm I've got a, a little Samaji Pirine uh, bet I'll get to later. But yeah, that's I don't mind that if they they mix it up with the with the running a little bit. Uh, I'm surprised if they don't. So that was Bengals over three and a half different carriers. Yes, that's correct. I wanna I wanna draw your attention off of that to a bet that I like. Um, this is one that I've seen and placed. This is Jamar Chase, more rushing yards than Cooper Cup, minus 160. <laughs> I mean, they're both probably going to get a carry. It's just who's going to go further. Anyway. I just, I, I don't think, does, does, Cup doesn't usually get carries though, right? Like, because. Like got a few, but probably I, not nearly as many as, as Chase. I just think they're going to be blanketing. The reason I like this one is I think they're going to be blanketing Chase so much that uh, they're going to attempt to get Chase involved by getting him the ball in like a sweep or something, and he'll pick up a couple yards off the sweep. And then I just don't think Cooper Cup has a rushing attempt in this game because why? <laughs> right? Some of those end arounds are a way to reduce pressure, right? And if they're getting a lot of pressure, maybe they bounce some to the outside to make the defense slow down a little bit. Did you see that chart of Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup, like all the routes they've run? on the left and right side of the field. Did you see that, Craig? Oh, it is fucking glorious to look at. I mean, this is, this is not great podcasting, but if you can find that, that chart, the two of them, it's basically a mirror image of them running all over the, it might as well have been something my daughter drew, right? Like it's, it's just, they can go anywhere on this field and catch a football. It is incredible. Um, Craig, what's one of your favorite props going into this Super Bowl? Uh, I've already placed a significant amount of money on this. The Jersey number for the first touchdown score, that line is sitting at 23 and a half right now. I'm going to, off the top of my head, I'm going to guess that you like the under. I love the under. Yeah. Basically, you're betting Akers, the two quarterbacks, Cup, Chase, Burrow, uh, Cup, Chase, um, Beckham, rather. You're betting all those guys against Mixon and T. Higgins. Yeah, and then maybe like, like Uzomawa oh, or whoever, right? Yeah, maybe there's a blade yeah. or whatever, Uzama, but you know what I mean. As far as the guys who are close to the top of the board for that, you get so much more on the under than the over. I lo- I've already placed a significant wager on that bet. Yeah, it is. That's a that's a good one. I really I really like that one. Um, and they man, now, some they, places are offering it at, at uh, some places are, are are sending it down. I, I have seen places at. Um, I think what number is Skoranek because it's whatever like he was the he was the first one in the over yeah so, moved it down a bit. so, so the over gets acres you know what I mean but Skor- uh, no, I, w- I, I will full disclosure I did place a little bit of money because he's like 33 to 1 to get first touchdown Skoranek I placed a couple of units on that based on the fact that he had that horrible drop horrible drop in the NFC championship game like it, like Stafford Which could not have had would, he would have had to have regretted that for the rest of his life if the Rams didn't win that game. Yeah, the and like, and that it, turned it, into a missed field goal. That was a seven point drop. Yeah, it was it was a absolutely ferocious drop. So I can see the I can see the first touchdown of the game being Ben Skronik, and then uh, and then you know 
Collinsworth just going, Al, Al, can you believe this? I mean, two weeks ago, he drops the oh, wide-open touchdown, and then look at him now, celebrating in the end zone in the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. Isn't this guy great? Come on, Al. You know, like, he, you can't, like, I can, I can hear him. Yeah, it went to Notre Dame, right? Like, I can, I can hear that in my head, like, is, is Skronik. So that's, that's a fun long shot one that I like. I like your, I like, that, that's a good, though. I love the under on the jersey. I can't believe that the single digit uh, receiver numbers really, really messed up that prop, right? Yeah. It did. I asked both of you guys this week, hey, where, where, where would you set this line if you Mm. were creating the prop? You guys both said, like, I think, Bill, you said 12 and a half. So, like, Jefferson. Yeah, and, and I was, like, 10 and a half, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. you were like, give Jefferson to the over people. Like, yeah. yeah. So, well, there you go. So, the fact that it's 20. So, basically, to me, the sports book is for free, giving you Akers, Skronik, Jefferson. Like, okay, I'll take those guys for free. Thank you. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it, it, it's something else. I really like that. Here's one that I like. And this is one I know you guys are, are going to be – this is out of left field. I don't know if you guys have bet this, but this is one of my favorites. The Los Angeles Rams will be the first team to take a timeout in this game, minus 115. Ooh, that's a great bet. Yeah. I love waiting for timeouts. Sean McVay, this man cannot help himself, and you're telling me there isn't going to be a play on their first or second series where they're a little too amped up, and they don't get the play out just in time, and McVay's like, I gotta use one of my... The man does not care. He does not need... He does not want his timeouts. They are only a burden to him later on in the football (laughs) game. So I love the Rams' first timeout. Minus 115, because McVay is just he just like candy with these timeouts so yeah los angeles rams first timeout minus 115 one of my favorite bets that man cannot help himself uh billy have you placed any mvp bets and who do you like for for mvp you know i was looking through those and i kind of love mixing for mvp and not so much that i think he's gonna win because i honestly think the the rams are gonna win and i don't think Mixon will get mvp but I feel like he's paying out too much. The odds are just so juicy there where the only way I see the Bengals winning here is if he has 150 yards and a score, you know? Um, and depending on what the rest of the game looks like, you got to at least think about it. So I like Mixon for the MVP as a kind of a surprise pick. What's Mixon going off at right now? I think it was 2,800. It was too high. That's not 28, 28 to 1. That's not too bad. What would he need? Like a couple close scores and 100 yards? Exactly. Like, That's not impossible. Yeah. If the if the Bengals win, like if let's say it's a twenty-one to seventeen type of Bengals win, mm-hmm. and Mixon gets two touchdowns, I could easily see Mixon winning MVP. I That's not a bad bet. No. Mixon, yeah. Twenty-eight hundred. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, that's not a bad bet at all. I like I'm that. putting a couple units on that as we squeak. Um, one of the guy I had bet prior to this podcast, um, I really like T. Higgins. Um, he's going off at 50, 60 to one, fifty or sixty to one, depending on on what book you're looking at. Um, I, I can just they're just gonna be Ramsey's gonna be on Chase. They're gonna be double teaming Chase. That's gonna and like. Uzuma, I know he did the thing where he took off the knee brace like he was, uh, you know, a WWE superstar on his way to the ring to a big pop for the Cincinnati fans earlier this week. But one would think he's going to be somewhat compromised for this game. I think that's going to open up a lot of lines for for like Tyler Boyd's like a third down specialist, so I he, I don't think he's going to be on the field enough 
to warrant the targets. So I, I think the targets are going to be there for T Higgins. So I'm, I'm also not in addition to like the long shot on Higgins MVP. It's at 60 to one. I'm also really on his over yards. He, he's uh, 69 and a half. I'm all over uh, T Higgins at, at over 69 and a half as well. So I'm, I'm a big T Higgins lover in, in this football game. Um, what about you, Craig? What kind of MVP bets do you like? Uh, I, I did put some money down on Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Uh, I got him 35 to one. Where, what do you, what did you get him at? Uh, I got him at, uh, plus 4,000. Damn. So, All right. So that's 40 to one. So you got better odds yep. than me, but he's in that 35 to 40 range yep. for sure. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't pass it up again. Uh, Could well, not pass it's, it's it up now, again. I, I placed that bet earlier in the week. It's now, he's now plus 2,900. So, Ooh. Von Miller money. so we got, some, we got some value on the, on our Von Miller yeah. bets. That's great. <laughs> so we're winners already. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. Mixon's now, Mixon's now plus 2,900 as I'm looking. So that, that's gone up a little bit since we've been talking. Uh, ben Skoranek is paying 351 to one. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit much for me. I, I like some other long shots, uh, some other easier, I think, to accomplish long shots. If you want to go uh, that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh, Kevin Huber, 500 to one. I do have a Kevin Huber bet coming up. What would have to happen for a punter to, uh, he'd have to throw two touchdowns and they would have to be the only two touchdowns of the game on trick plays. I don't know. Maybe stick him at the one right before a safety and a final score of like, you know, yeah. five to three. Think about the one in overtime and Stafford gets sacked for the winning safety. But then the guy who sacked him would be the Super Bowl winner, right? right. <laughs> yeah, like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the punter who pinned him down, right? I would love that, someone though. who runs a sports book to tell me how much Kevin Huber action there's been on a, on the MVP bet. I uh, the MVP bet slayer. I will say I have placed a Kevin Huber bet. I have Kevin Huber. Longest punt over 52 and a half yards. Nice. Yeah. And I, I know, no, I was going to say, I know Billy's usually the, uh, you're usually the proprietor of the, of the Super Bowl punt props, (laughs) the the much aligned ones. But like, I have seen the light and I I have seen the light and I, I figure if you, we got to watch these guys punt anyway, you might as well have a couple bucks on it. Right. So I got, I got money on this one Punt to be downed inside the five plus 300. Oh, that's exciting. So like, so when they're doing that thing where the ball's rolling into the end zone and the guys are diving at it, trying to swipe it back, you'll, you'll be doing the, (laughs) you'll be in your living room. Like, yeah. I'll be the only guy (laughs) screaming at the TV during the punt. Yeah. That's great. Oh, that's great. Oh, um, that's I want to get back to Bill's mixing bet for a second. Yeah, go for it. He's a new this week about mm. uh, what the Rams are doing on defense. Usually Troy Reader is their green dot guy who's getting the plays called in, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's, it's going to be Eric Weddle. Wow, really? <laughs> Mr. Three so weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, who, was, who again was not in, in the NFL. Uh, at the end of the regular season, but now he's wearing the green dot in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that tells me that they are going to be, and Taylor Rapp is now healthy. So that tells me that the Rams are going to be going a little bit light and, and playing more nickel and having more defensive backs out there as opposed to linebackers. So maybe Reader's not going to be on the field as much. So that's why they're doing this. Yeah, that was if, one if of If you are the offensive coordinator, if you're Zach Taylor and you're looking out there, and the Rams have, you know, their, their 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 front five or six, and then all of a sudden, wow, they got five or six defensive backs up there. Maybe I'm gonna run the ball with Joe Mixon a little bit. See how that goes. Yeah, like that's that's what I would do. You get him in behind. Like, those oh, we're not gonna have any linebackers out there. Okay, cool. We're gonna run the ball. We're, we're gonna see how that goes. 
So that's something to think about. 25 carries, five yards a clip. That's MVP territory. Yeah, that's not yeah, too. Like, I, I think that like I think that that Joe Mixon bet's a nice one. Yeah, that's that's not bad. Like and and like I've heard a lot of the prognosticators on this game, or a lot of the people talking about like what they're going to do is. The way you, you don't bit, beat this Bengals team by blitzing either, because uh, as you <laughs> were so succinct in saying earlier, Burrow might be the best pocket guy in the NFL now that Tom Brady is retired. So blitzing him is he will fool. find he will find yeah. there, there's going to be someone who's open and Burrow will find the guy. Yeah. If you start blitzing him all the time and the, and and the Rams have to think that they they have to believe. They have to believe that they can get pressure without blitzing, right? Like they just, against this offensive oh, line with the guys now? they've why, got, why, right? Why, like, why are you blitzing? Yeah, you're just like Donald be your pass rush, and they, uh, and they, they they're a little healthier on the interior of the defense now than they were. Uh, Joseph Day is back, so um, I think that um, the, the Rams' plan is going to be let not just Miller and Donald. But Leonard Floyd and Sebastian Joseph Day and all these guys, let them go after the quarterback. I don't think we're going to be seeing a whole lot of blitzing happening from the Rams secondary or anywhere else with the linebackers. I just don't think that's what you like against this Bengals line. You don't need it. You should be able to get pressure with four. You would think. The last MVP bet that I placed, because I got a little on Von Miller, I got a little on T Higgins. I don't like a lot of the shorter, I don't like a lot of the odds on the shorter things like the, the more sure things like Stafford and Burrow because the the odds you're getting on those guys you're better off just betting straight up the Bengals to like win the game as opposed to Joe Burrow being the MVP right because you're getting better odds on that sort of thing um Jalen Jalen Ramsey as the uh Larry Brown memorial <laughs> like uh cornerback MVP maybe he gets a couple of picks Maybe takes one to the house, what's right? He, what's 80, he going eight, at like, eight, 80 to one. Oh, wow. It's a lot lower on Modog. Is it? Oh, it's not, it's, it's like 40. He's in the 40. He's not that far behind Miller. Yeah. He's, he's 50 to one right now. I got him at 80 to one. So some money must've come in on, on Ramsey on the props. Cause they moved at 30 points. Cause I'm staring at Jalen Ramsey, 80 to one for, uh, so, for Super Bowl yeah, MVP that's, right that's now. Interesting. And if I try to cash it out, I'm taking significant juice. So yeah, they've they've moved it pretty badly. Um, Billy, what's another uh, one of your favorite props this year? So this is not one of my favorite props, but I, as I'm scrolling through Bodog, looking at some of the more ridiculous bets, I find paying seventy five thousand to one the Rams to win thirty seven to thirty five, and Ben Skoranek to get the last touchdown. Okay. Yeah. So if did you Ben Skoranek's parents ask for that prompt? Yeah, I don't know who requested that one, but uh, just because I'm not a math wizard, I'm like five bucks turns into almost four grand. I think you. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I think if that comes through, I think you legally own Bodoc, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of bets, I and, and you also like. own the Cincinnati Bengals. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as much as I like so we can ask you what they're gonna do this offseason. As much as I liked the under for 41, I, I thought this one was paying out a little heavy, and it was each team to score 10-plus points in each half, and it was paying 450. So, like, a pretty good payout for what seems to be something that should probably happen if the over-under is at 49. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that not bad. juicy to me. Now, you guys know that I love 
every year I bet this on the Super Bowl, it comes through pretty much damn near every year. And when it doesn't, it's pretty much a shock. Um, but shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. It's basically the will there be a one-yard touchdown in the Super Bowl. Um, I take this every year. It's my, Last year, they moved the juice on it to like minus 220. I remember I was really annoyed about that. It's back down to minus 135, and there were like three. I don't understand why they lowered the juice on it again because there were three one-yard touchdowns last year in the Super Bowl. This was this was so easy, and it happened. I think the first touchdown of the, of the Super Bowl last year was a one-yard score. It, this, is, this is so good. The one-yard touchdown, and this falls in line with your Joe Mixon uh, narrative there, Bill, with the one-yard touchdown, right? So, yeah, oh, oh, under shortest touchdown, under one-and-a-half yards. So, basically, yes, there will be a one-yard touchdown in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's one that I like. Another one that I like, um, two-point attempt. At any point in the game, will there be a two-point attempt? Um, uh, the yes is plus 120. Um, and we just see guys going for a lot of two-point conversions these are very aggressive coaches you know if the rams happen to be behind mcveigh will just start mcveigh just might start going for two pointers just for something to do in this super bowl because he was so badly embarrassed by bilicek and got out coaching that first super bowl he just might start doing crazy shit in this game and going for two so i like the two-point attempt at the yes plus 110 uh what's another one that you like craig what do you think the juice on that one was 15 years ago the two-point attempt oh yeah. god probably way less Way like, well, remember the remember the way string more. of sa- yeah, way more. Remember the string of safeties. Remember the safety in the Super Bowl. Will there be a safety in the Super Bowl? It used there to be like Giants Patriots had a safety. The second one, yeah. Um, Broncos Seahawks had one. Broncos Seahawks uh, had one. Yeah, yeah. Broncos <laughs> Seahawks. Had, it, it was it was 2011, 2012, and then 2013 all had one, right? Like because like uh, it it started because but the first one of all time was the Brady intentional grounding safety that opened up the score because that like that not only was like because the will there be a safety prop in the Super Bowl used to be like plus 10,000 and then will the opening score of the Super Bowl be a safety was like astronomical at the time and then it happened in the second Giants Super Bowl and then there was one in 2012 I can't remember what it was but then again the and then I the opening play of that particular Super Bowl that we don't speak of, <laughs> Craig, it was was a safety as well. So there were three in a row, and there have not been any uh, since uh, since that three year run of the safeties in the Super Bowl. But the safety <laughs> the safety odds are still low. But like, yeah, I would imagine the two point attempt is years ago it probably would have been like I don't know plus ten, plus twelve. Yeah. And now it's plus one twenty. Um, what's another prop that you like, Craig? Uh, I like uh, a lot of the Odell Beckham overs. I think that what mm-hmm. the Bengals are going to wind up doing is just being very, very focused on Cup and saying, all right, someone that's not him is going to be what beats us today. And I think the Rams are going to be okay with that being Odell Beckham. So uh, right now, most books, uh, you're looking at five and a half catches. You're looking at him uh, being two to one uh, to score a touchdown. Uh, I think it's plus, uh, plus uh, 210. And uh, I also like him for first touchdown. I think that his odds on that are pretty good too. I think it's about eight to one. Both you and Drake with the Odell over props. Yeah, yeah. Drake, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to bet a half mil, but that's no. Great <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Drake has some money to burn. We don't have that kind of scratch, but we have some. You know, I personally have bet Odell over sixty-one and a half yards. It's actually up to sixty-three and a half now. So there's been some. Really? 
Now, I don't know if Drake specifically moved that line with the half a million, but, like, he damn sure might have, right? Like, but usually Sharps bet that uh, type of thing and move the lines. Wow. So, you know what? Drake absolutely moved that line, right? Like, Uh, yeah, he had to have. Typically, props don't have the half million dollar bet come in, no. That's true, yeah. So, Odell, yeah, I'm I'm on Odell over uh, 61 and a half. Um. Uh, I know you got Mixon for MVP. What's, what are some other player props that you like, Bill? Mixon for you know what I was I wanted to bet on Odell Beckham because I do think that they're they're going to try to take Cup out of the game. Um, I don't want to go for any other like Higgins. I like as well, so I, I just like some of the the Rams receivers outside of of Cup uh, because I think. He, Anyone who's watched the Rams for the last, you know, 16 weeks knows that you can't let Cooper Cup go wild on you because obviously you've seen what happens. So I like OBJ, I like Higgins, I like some of these guys for their big, uh, big receiving yards there. Um, mix in for touchdown, I'm all over that because I, I can't see how it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, and then just all the the punt bets, just punt bet after punt bet. <laughs> punt bet after punt bet. Um, here's a prop that I like. Here's here's a player prop that I like. Matthew Stafford under five and a half rushing yards. Okay. He now the three playoff games he's played so far, he has gone over in all three of those games. He's gone over five and a half. He on like he's had one scramble play where he's gotten away and rushed for five and a half yards. Those are the flukes. I've watched Matthew Stafford play every game of his career. His career median in rushing yards, one, gentlemen, <laughs> one. So he, this is this is this five and a half is a colossal overreaction to him scrambling for a couple of. Now maybe he does the John Elway thing in this game, Craig, where it's this. Now Elway was obviously. Like, I'm, I'm talking late career Elway with the famous helicopter play when he wasn't as nimble as he was back in the 80s. Maybe Stafford has that moment in this game where we where he runs for that type of first down and everybody's like, you know, they, it's the same like line where it's like, you trying to tell me that Stafford doesn't want to win this game? Like that sort of that sort of thing, right? Like that would be it. But I mean, like we're, we're talking a man who just does not rush with the football. It's, it's I, well, he's not a rusher. And for a guy who does not rush a lot he's got a a, a, a and a guy who, well a guy who not only does not rush a lot but doesn't have a lot of playoff games in his belt he's got a lot of playoff touchdowns <laughs> got a lot of playoff rushing touchdowns he's got like four or five which brings me to my favorite long shot prop of the game matt stafford ten thousand to one two touchdowns baby so that that to me that that's potentially two goal line sneaks plus ten thousand to one so a hundred to one uh Stafford two touchdowns that's that's my favorite long shot uh of of the Super Bowl um his rushing yards he can get though pardon that's a third of the rushing yards he can that's get true <laughs> so well here's the thing if he if he hits if he hits the 100 to 1 I won't be upset if he, if he, if he rushes for more than six so but yeah the over five and a half to me is is a gross overreaction to to him rushing for a co- scrambling a couple of times in the, these last couple of playoff games it's just like i said career median of one yard that's 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 nonsense um 
What about you, Craig? Any other uh, player props that you are specifically liking? Tyler Higby's not going to play in this game. No. And the Kendall Blanton lines have been adjusted a little bit, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. Three and a half catches, 31 yards. I kind of like the over on both those. That's not bad. Stafford's he's been a tight end lover his entire career. So, yeah. Um, some of the player one, another player one I like, um, I mean, I mentioned Kevin Huber, longest pond. I mentioned the Stafford, the rush. I like Samaji P Ryan under 14 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Rushing um, and receiving. Yeah. Rushing and receiving. This is another thing that is a gross overreaction to me. He doesn't get the ball. He might only get the ball like two or three times in this game. And, he got the ball last week and on a screen pass that was just designed to pick up three yards for a first down and the Chiefs decided not to tackle anybody and he took it to the house, right? And if that happens, God bless Samaji P. Ryan. He'll he'll beat me there. But I just don't think he's gonna get the touches in this game. He's another guy who has like his his median combined yards is seven for his entire career. And you're telling me this guy's going to come in the Super Bowl and put over 14 and a half, over 14 and a half combined yards. I just don't think he's going to get the ball enough to do it. And you're, if you want the over on this bet, you're locking yourself into he catches a screen pass and takes it to the house, much like he did last week, right? Which, God bless you if you think that's going to happen. So I'm, I'm on Samaji P. Ryan under 14 and a half combined rushing and receiving yards. I just don't think he's, I don't, I don't think he's going to be getting the ball a lot in this game. So uh, I, I actually went the other way on that. And here's my really go ahead. Yep. Uh, I, I, I found uh, over 21 uh, yards for him paying going off at uh, plus 240. Mm. Uh, it was 21 receiving yards, 21 receiving yards. Uh, okay. Can't just, if the game goes the way I think it's going to go, which is Bengals winning by a relatively significant margin. Um, if the game goes the way I think it's going to go, Aren't they going to be in a situation where they're chucking it around late and they're just, they're, there's space for a dump off for him? Like, you know what I mean? Like a couple of dump offs. Like, isn't that's that- what it would have to be, right? Like, I yeah. just, I don't. But like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna like get a play and take it up. He's not gonna get a, a handoff, take it up the middle and get like seven or eight, right? Like, it's just, right. yeah, he's not that kind but of back. So, so I, I, you're, you're, you're banking on him getting, getting loose on a screen pass, right? I just did straight twenty-one receiving yards. Which you know, like you said, he only hit that. He hit that in the Kansas City game. He actually caught three balls in that game. Um, but most, like he, so he's hit that one, two, three, four, five times this season, including playoffs. So again, I'm not saying that um, it's a bet that I like. You know, I just like it because I'm getting you know almost two and a half to one, and it could happen in one play for me. Yeah, I mean that's that's I think that's it. That's why I love the I mean you you love the over for that. I love the under for the exact same reason as I think P Ryan has to it just he has to get it in one play, right? He's not going to get a lot of touches, I don't think. So, that's that's kind of why I like the under. And if it's close, I just don't see if it's a close game, I don't see P Ryan um getting the ball a lot, but that's it. Uh, another one I like uh Cooper Cup longest reception over 28 and a half. I think he gets loose for at least one long catch in this game. So, yeah, it's fairly low for based on how they use him yeah my uh, going off at minus 130 so yeah as long as his reception over 28 and a half I, I i really like that one and then my usual bevy of 
first half unders. Like there, there's a no point scored in the first six minutes, minus 122. You can go seven, eight, nine in that one. I, I like the six minute. I like so no points in the first six minutes, minus 122. And of course, like the first quarter under 10. Um, I'm all over that one. That's that's one of my favorites. Um, do you guys have any other one you want to mention before we talk about some of the stupider props? Uh, outcome of the and I know you said the game might start off a little bit slow. Outcome of the first and second drive, a punt plus two fifty. That's I like that one. Oh, I also have I also have. What do you guys think about this one? First play of the game is a pass plus one eighteen. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it's kind of a coin, kind of a coin flip, but I can see both of these coaches coming out, and especially if the if the Rams have the first drive, I can see Sean McVay coming out and being like, wanting to do the Newt Lelouch, let me announce my presence with authority, and being like, I got this is why I went and got Stafford. I'm gonna be chucking the ball on the first play, right? Like, like I I, I had Goff last time I was in the Super Bowl. Now I got Stafford. <laughs> Check this out, Rome. You know, like. <laughs> Like that sort of thing. So I, I, I kind of like first play of the game is a is is a pass at at plus one eighteen. Um, yeah, that's a good bet though too. I I, I really like that one. Um, any any other ones, Craig, that you want to mention before we get into some of the sillier ones? No, I'm good there. I think that uh, I think I'm all right. Now we should mention, and you brought it up before we started recording, Craig, that in all time travesty for this particular podcast is they have removed the national anthem time bet this year yeah like some books are offering it I've, I've been looking through this conversation but it's not on bodog right now it's not on pinnacle right now pinnacle has the bet up but they're not letting anyone place any money on it yeah so i like i think that there is a chance that and you mentioned it too and I've, I've seen it on twitter as well you know enough people have seen rehearsals and shared videos and shared timing and all that stuff that the books are just like you know what forget it yeah i mean there's uh, still are a few time bets have been taken down too yeah, because there's a few of the uh, some of the national. There are a bunch of national anthem bets that still exist. Like who will they, who will they show first, Stafford or Burrow? Yeah. Uh, will will the first touchdown drive take or like the first touchdown drive take you know longer than the actual Super Bowl or sorry than the actual anthem is still there? You know, like that that sort of thing. Um, will any word be omitted? But the actual timing of the of the thing is 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 not there it's it's a shame it's a damn shame because that was always one of the favorite we were i always felt like we were one of the first guys through the door on that one um 10 ish or so years ago when they started doing it and now they um it, and it became one of the most popular and it's a shame that people have ruined what is one of the most fun because it, it's the reason everything it's so that was good and pure <laughs> yeah everything that was good because i mean it like it, the, the reason why it's the bet it, it's the reason why it's the best it's the first bet that you you place it's the first bet that has an answer of the super bowl right like what you time that anthem even before the coin flip which they charge you juice you can bet on the coin flip it's the only coin flip you can bet on in a super in a football season and they charge you juice for it which is insane <laughs> so like they charge you juice on a 50 50 they got to get their five cents point. that shouldn't be allowed but whatever i know but i get it they have to do it they got to get their five cents right they can't give you a straight up 50 50 bet on something in the super bowl that would be stupid um like <laughs> like if we if we were running a sports book and we walked up to our casino owners and said let's bet the coin but not take any juice they would do the Simpsons thing the Roger Myers thing where it's like you're fired <laughs> right like, <laughs> oh man um 
score in the first minute of the game. Yeah, get out of my face with that. <laughs> no, it's minus hey, 13. that's happened in a few Super Bowls. It's true. You got, yeah, but again, as we mentioned, it's got to be a really silly play. It's very rarely like bomb pass, right? <laughs> like guy gets loose on the opening play. Yeah, um, usually it's maybe kick return or whatever, yes. Yeah. Um, team to make first coaches challenge Los Angeles Rams minus 225. Ah, I love it. Um, oh, see, the, book, the books know that the Rams are ridiculous. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, they sure do. Um, so what are some of the sillier ones, you guys? Uh, have you guys placed any money on any of the, the sillier ones, like the Gatorade, uh, uh, you know, like Snoop no, Dogg, I, I stuff actually, like that? I, like, a lot of those are off the board, I'm finding. I haven't seen a lot of those. Uh, Snoop Dogg's, the color of Snoop Dogg's shoes during the halftime show is out there, and mm-hmm. red is going 15 to 1. Um, black is like minus 110 or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, those are that's the situation that uh, that, that that's and I haven't really seen a lot that I that jumped out at me as like being you know super fun to bet on. Snoop Dogg to smoke on stage is minus one fifteen going both ways. I bet <laughs> I bet the no I bet the no on that. I yeah, just, you, yeah, the NFL is not gonna allow that. I would I would thought process. Well, yeah, they've been soft. Like obviously, this is a big LA centric Super Bowl, right? So like. Uh, yeah, the the like Eminem is going to be out there. Will Eminem censor anything? Is going to be a uh, yeah, you know, like basically there has to be uh, the sound and a, <laughs> they've put the sense they put the uh, caveat of sound must be intentionally cut or bleeped by censor for yes to be graded the winner. <laughs> Will any part of Eminem's halftime be sense? And yes is minus one eighty, so maybe they know something we don't know. He's just going to go out there and drop some sort of bomb that. Uh, the wardrobe malfunction is there. <laughs> they took down the um, will somebody have, have you seen the they don't they don't have the uh, will somebody run onto the field prop anymore? Probably a good idea. After the fiasco that occurred last year where they did and then a guy ran out of the field and turned out he had wagered a lot of money, which I believe we Craig, I think you brought that up on this podcast last year of like, why wouldn't. Yeah, why wouldn't somebody do this? And then it happened, and oh, man, it's just... I would have just, like, not placed the bet myself if I was going to do that. Yeah, I don't know how they caught them. I don't know the exact story of how they caught the particular... Uh... Yeah, the, of how they caught the particular first... Uh, per, per, of how they found that out. But, yeah, he must have just placed the money himself, but that's... Yeah. That's wild. Um you not be dealing with a criminal mastermind here. No, no, certainly not. Um, highest scoring half... Second half, I is, I think that's the bet, right? Second yeah. half is the highest scoring half. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, that's I'm gonna place a little money on that one. Um, field goals, oh, total field goals for the game over under two and a half. I kind of like the over in that one. What do you guys think? Uh, I like the over. Yeah. Like I mean, I I think. Like I said, it's going to be close. I think there'll be a lot of back and forth. I don't think if you're not going to get to 49 points or whatever it is, um, there's going to be a lot of settling for three and not seven. So if you're betting the under, the field goal ties in real nice. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, I mean, do you guys have anything else to get? Should we give our, our top three uh, props, our, our, our gold, silver, and bronze medal props for the uh, for the Super Bowl? If you guys don't have any other uh, sillier ones you want to talk about, or for song for halftime, anybody have anything strong? 
I do. I don't because I kind of just want to watch because this, this. I would say this is the for me. This is the first time I've been this interested in a halftime show since Prince was doing it. So that's like yeah. what oh oh six I think for me. So that's a good fucking sixteen years that I have not really truly cared about the halftime show. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty really excited for it. Very 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 excited for it. All right, so why don't we work our way up here? So let's do our gold, silver, and bronze. Super Bowl prop. So, Billy, what do you think is your third sexiest prop of the Super Bowl? I would say third is going to go to under 42 points. So the total for the game is under 42. What, uh, what are you getting on that? Um, I think it was 175. Plus 175? Yeah. That is a... Really good bet, especially considering last time Sean McVay was in a Super Bowl, I believe there were 13 total points. Um, 16. Craig, 13-3. Yeah, 13-3. Um, Craig, what is your uh, bronze medal uh, Super Bowl prop? My bronze medal Super Bowl prop is going to be Odell Beckham Jr. first touchdown, plus 850. You hit that one last year, didn't you? Didn't Gronk score I the did. first touchdown? Yeah. Gronk last year, and I made yeah. some money. Um, I think my I think my Rams first time out is going to be uh, I think Rams first time out minus 115. That's going to be my bronze medal. Super Bowl prop. I know that's not quite as long shot or sexy as you guys, but I feel very, I feel very confidently that the Rams will take the first timeout. I can't wait if if the Rams take that first dumb timeout. I cannot wait for the flood of texts that, that come in. Right? Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be great. Um, Billy, what is your silver medal uh, Super Bowl Fifty Six prop? Silver medal medal goes to Joe Mixon MVP. Okay. And that was tw- 28, right? 28 or maybe 29 with what Craig's winning. 29 winning. right now. Plus yeah. Right. Um, Craig, silver medal uh, Super Bowl 56 prop. Uh, you know, I am going to... Uh, I'm going to say my silver medal one is going to be T. Higgins over five and a half catches. I love that. Higgins. I just think they're going to have to go to him a lot. They're they're, they're just going they're going to not going to have a whole lot of choice. Uh, what's that going off at right now? Uh, I'm telling you right now. I've already placed the bet, so I'm looking through my bet history. Uh, it's 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 even money. It's uh, okay. It's yeah. Okay. Um, I like that. Um, my silver medal pick, I think, is going to be. I think it's going to be my. Uh, Oh, I, I think I'm going back to T. Higgins, Craig. I'm going T. Higgins over. I'm going Higgins over 69 and a half receiving yards. Good one. Yeah. So that's that's going to be my and that one is uh, even money as well minus 115. I think so. You know, you're paying the 15 cent juice, Billy. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the T. Higgins, the, 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 yeah, it's, it's minus 115, too. Yeah, my, which is essentially what, which is what passes for even money these days. Um, Billy, gold medal, Super Bowl 56 prop. Can't miss, lock of the week, it's going to happen. Will there be a punt downed within the five? Okay. Yes. 
plus 300. Punt five yards in. Yes. And what was the juice on that? Plus 300. Ooh, I like that. Three to one. I kind of like that. All right, Craig, gold medal. It's going to be the... uh... It's it's going to be the jersey number, the first touchdown score. Give me the under. I've already, I've already put fifty bucks on it. I'm looking forward to, uh, to putting even more money on that. I think in the days to come. <laughs> yeah, jersey first TD. Um, and what's the? That's still minus one fifteen, right? Yeah, that's just. Uh, no, it's yeah. It's, it, I think it's minus one. No, uh, one second. Where to go here? I think one forty. Yeah, 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 I'm on 40, I should say, yep. Yeah, so. that's yeah, a little bit more juice on that one, which makes sense considering the names you're getting with that yeah. under. Um, before I, I give my goal... Like, move the line if you don't, if you don't like the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Metal yeah. The... Uh, before I give my gold medal, which is going to be an obvious because I do it pretty much every friggin' year, um, I do say I, I started. I haven't. Met, I forgot about it up until now because I just stared at it that I um, on my betting slip on Bodog there that. Um, I, I'm, the, the, I said I was going to do this last year, and this is the um, and I did it last year. And if you guys remember, somebody on the Chiefs dropped a, a pass in the end zone to make this come through. The first year I came up with it, but the the bet that I place that I'm going to place every Super Bowl that has the long odds that is eventually going to come through for you in one of these Super Bowls, and it will. Um, be great when it happens, but it's it, it, this is this is the long con of the this is the, the my latest long con where you got to place this every Super Bowl and when it hits that one you will scoop up the money and then we got to find something else. But offensive lineman to score a touchdown, uh, twenty five to one. Ooh. Yeah. And last year, someone on the one of the offense, they, the Chiefs ran the trick play at the goal line, and uh, the offensive lineman wide open dropped the pass. And I remember I I sunk into my couch because that was a twenty to one. There was I was like twenty or twenty five to one that fell apart for me. But my gold medal pick, as always, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards, uh, minus one thirty. Uh, it just. This is my baby. This is my Super Bowl prop baby. <laughs> I base most of my Super Bowls around is that there will be a uh, there will be a one yard touchdown. Um, this is great. Anything else you guys want to mention before we get out of here? No, I'm good. I covered it. All right. So uh, that is it for a final score for the game or final score for the game. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, you got one in mind there, Craig? Why don't you kick it off? I'm gonna say Rams 31, Bengals 14. Rams That's 30. what I picked Whoa. on the radio today when I was on, and I'll pick it again here. All right, Billy, what about you? I'm going to go Rams 21, Bengals 17. I'm going to say, oh, so you're betting for the push. Oh, man, that will be, <laughs> be a lot of consternation if that's the final score. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Bengals 24, Rams 21. And Joe Burrow gets the Super Bowl. That's what I'm going to say. 24-21 Bengals. Um, so that is it for this episode. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. Uh, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and pretty much any podcatcher you can you happen to be using. So uh, please check us out on any of those and leave us a review. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. Um, that'll be it for this week. We'll be back next week. I don't know if we're going to do a Super Bowl wrap-up pod. We'll wait and see if this is like an all-time 
amazing Super Bowl that we just have to talk about. I imagine I'll get you guys to come on on Monday. Um, worst case scenario, I imagine I'll be back on the other side to talk about. I got to talk about this Book of Boba Fett show with uh, some of the uh, guys on the other side because just one of the best worst television shows I've ever watched. It, it's just. It's bizarre some of the stuff that they they went with and and how they told the story on that show. It's it's, whew, it's 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 madness. I have to I have to I have to check that out. All right. Um. So that is it. Uh. Take care, everybody, and uh, good luck with all of your Super Bowl bets. I hope all your bets are winners. Good luck on the on the Super Bowl. Good luck to the Bengals. Good luck to the Rams. I kind of I'm I know I I've got the money on the Rams or on the Bengals, but my heart is with the uh, is with Matthew Stafford. Um, cementing a what I think is a Hall of Fame career with a, a Super Bowl. So that's what I'll be rooting for in my heart, but unfortunately not with my wallet. So uh, an emotional hedge by me, if you will. Uh, anyway, take care, everybody. Good luck with the Super Bowl, and we'll see you next time on the Crossover Podcast. <laughs>